Okay. So, I noticed it's a lot of opinions. And there's always going to be opinions. People are always going to have opinions. They never stop me from being who I was and deciding to, you know, believe in the things I believed in. Because if I were ever listening to people's opinions so much, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I know I say that a lot. But, excuse me, the fact of the matter is, you know, throughout this entire process, I just, I can't, I would never forget the many different opinions, the many different opinions I've heard and I'm still hearing. And I also can never forget the day that I realized that they was proved wrong. The day that I was validated, vindicated, and they finally shut up. I mean, they never shut up, but, you know, they finally felt that. You know, that feeling of eating their words, their foot in their mouth. Now, after 2020 and 2021 it was it was almost like it was really really so I dealt with that a lot I dealt with that a lot that was that was kind of like the the narrative that was that was what was going on like for the entire 2020 they had opinions you know everybody told me who I was who I wasn't, who I was going to be, who I wasn't going to be, what was going to happen, what wasn't going to happen. You know, everybody took the opportunity to step on me. And, you know, in that month, in that season, like, I don't want to say in that season, around that time, I could have decided I'm going to prove you wrong. I got something to prove. I'm going to prove you wrong. Everything that you said about me, you're going to eat these words. Now, I can't say that I didn't decide that for myself. It's just the way I decided it. I could have went about it in a worldly way, in a fleshly way. I could have said, you know, since you want to talk about how much I'm not, like a lot of times they would talk about, how much money I don't have. Okay, let me go get some money. You want to talk about my weight? Okay, let me go lose some weight. You want to talk about the crowds or the environments I'm not invited in? Let me go get invited. You want to talk about, you know, the way I allow people to treat me? Let me stop tr- letting them treat me like that. Let me let me get from around these people. And I could have let them shape my entire life. Shoot, if I come around you and say, your hair is, I don't like the way your hair look, it should look like this, and you change your hair. I say, I don't like the way you wear that dress, you should wear this, and I and you change the way you dress. I say, I don't like the way, you, I don't like them shoes, I think you should wear shoes like this, and you start wearing shoes like this. I don't like that car, I think you should change your car. I don't like your significant other, wife or husband, I think you should change that too. And I come and change your whole life. Then I walk away, and you looking like, I did all this to impress you. 
do you agree with it? Are you sitting where you feel that you should be sitting? Or are you sitting where you feel like you approved me wrong? Or you feel better with because I said or something I said, my opinion on what, how you feel like you should be living? It's a lot of people out here doing it. It's a lot of people out here doing it. And it's so it's not even subtle, but it's so accepted. You know, everybody talking about how you ain't doing this, so you should start doing this. You start doing it, everybody like, yay. And now people want to get mad about canceling people in the internet because people are so sensitive. But we built this. We made it like that. Because now we get on the internet, we see somebody doing something. Now we all we got to do is get a group of our friends to go on there and talk about how we feel like they should be doing it differently. Next thing you know, two days later, they issuing an official statement or they changing things like how we said we wanted it to be. We change people with our opinions because people are too afraid of being who they want to be. And that's why it's very little people setting examples and setting actual trends. Because it's so many people so concerned with doing what everybody else is doing. Then you find that one person who don't listen. Who don't just do what people say. Who don't immediately take back whatever it is they said just because other people's opinions on it. And I'm telling you. They gang up. They get more and more people every day. They dedicate their life to making that person just like them. They dedicate their life to controlling that person. They they dedicate their life to ruining everything that person plans to do because they see the promise in that individual. There's very few people out here who are actually going to do what they feel is right in their heart because they're too afraid what other people think. And nothing can get done that way. In that way, we don't understand that even if it's not about Satan, there is a small group of people controlling the masses, controlling everybody. Because they sit somewhere and they say, okay, we want the world to go in this direction. So we're going to start advertising it this way. We're going to start controlling the people that they follow and that they listen to and that they watch. We're going to start changing everything that they see and portraying it to be in this way. Pretty soon they'll catch up. Everybody will be doing it. Everybody will be talking about it. Because people are too afraid of being who they are. If everybody decided to follow their heart, it would be much harder for them to control everybody. Therefore, we will be suffering way less. Less controllable more free we are slaves and people love to say i'm free i do what i want i think i i'm i think how i want i follow whatever example i follow what trend i said i set trends i'm free i'm not a slave and then they point at the people who actually are free and they call them slaves or they point at the people who admitted who admit to being controlled are being led, are being guided, and they call them slaves. And don't even realize they're just slaves. They just can't admit it, or they're just believing that they aren't. So the only difference between your freedom and my freedom is that, you know, 
yours don't have a name or nobody's telling you you're not free. That's the only difference between me and you. Because if we got the same bag, but yours just don't have a name on it, the only difference would be the fact that, or mine don't have a name on it, the only difference would be the, the, the fact that yours has a name. And that's the society we live in. iPhones are made for like $2. We spend $200 on them. And if somebody come with a $2 phone, they're going to be like, what are you doing with that $2 phone? What's the difference between my $2 phone and your $2 phone? Only difference is you spent $200 on yours. But we're not going to, you know, it's it, that is the difference. It matters. The name matters. The money spent on it matters. Even though work the same, do the same things, is the same phone, probably made in the same workshop. I just paid... $198 less. And that's what it feel like. I'm fighting. I cannot lie. I feed into a lot of these narratives myself because I'm accustomed to do so. I grew up in this world. I grew up in this society. I'm accustomed that way. But at least I'm waking up. At least I want to be what awakened. At least I want to change things. At least I want to come out of this slavery. At least I want to be free. You want to stay in slavery and you want to criticize me. You want to get in my way. You want to laugh at me, joke, point the finger, feel like you better than me. But we both slaves. I'm just on my way out. And you, you don't even know you a slave. So what are you laughing at? So many days, like every single day I wake up, I hear laughter. I'm like, why? What is so funny? What is, why are you laughing at your chains? What is so funny about your suffering? What is so funny about not being able to think for yourself? What is so funny about being mind controlled? What is so funny about not having control over your thoughts, your actions, or your own, even even your own life? What is so funny about that? I never met such happy slaves. But that's what we live in. That's the environment we live in today. We happy slaves. Happy, content prisoners. That's what we are. And I ain't happy. I'm not happy no more. Like, oftentimes I'm crying. Oftentimes I'm, I just can't find myself to smile. Some people might say, smile, you know, it'll make you feel better. You know, that's the biggest lie I've ever heard. Because if you, if you got an open gash in your leg, if you just say it's not bleeding out, do that mean it's not bleeding? You still bleeding out. I could sit up here and pretend like I'm not bleeding. But I still have to tend to that or I'm going to lose blood and die. But you, you feel like just smile and it makes a difference. No, I can just smile and I'm still going to be in the same predicament with the same circumstances, living the same reality. I just got a smile on my face. Now, of course, attitude changes everything. 
especially when you cannot help the circumstances that you are in. But if you can help the circumstances that you are in, the wrong attitude can be life or death. Attitude means life or death. Meaning, if you can help the circumstances that you are in and you tell yourself, I don't don't need to help these circumstances, I'm fine. You will die there. But if you can't help the circumstances that you are in and you tell yourself, I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to allow myself to have joy anyways, then maybe that can mean life for you. Yes, attitude matters, but so does knowing where you're at and what you're doing. It's the right attitude. Know what attitude to have. It's too many people out here laughing. And what are like, last thing I should see on your face is a smile with what you're going through and what you're dealing with. That's the last thing I should see on your face. But you know, I can't always say I felt that way. Because throughout this process, I realized something has stolen my joy. Something has stolen my smile. I cannot laugh. I cannot smile the same. I can't smile. I can't be happy. But it's not because I can't. My face work. I know how to smile. I know how to laugh. I know how to find humor in things. It's just not nothing funny no more. Nothing is funny. I look around and I see what are they laughing at. Okay, I can go be like them. I can go over there. Ha, 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 that's funny. Point at something, think it's funny. I don't know, start finding humor. I just want to fit in, whatever. Whatever y'all say, I just want to laugh. And then I'm not tending to the issue at hand. And as long as I'm ignoring something, everything funny. As long as I'm ignoring these chains, ooh, I can laugh for the rest of my life. That's all you wanted? That's all you worth? A few little meaningless laughs? When you could have been fighting your way out of slavery, you'd rather just sit and laugh. I get it. You'd rather sit and laugh because you scared. You scared. You like, over there, ain't nobody laughing. And not only is they not laughing, they got to get up and do the work. They actually got to try. They actually got to go against the grain. They got to go against what everybody else is doing. They got to fight. But at least I get to laugh over here. He's not, Satan's not bothering you. Satan letting you have fun. Satan letting you laugh. He letting you keep every little bit of whatever it is you got because you ain't got nothing. Over here, I can't have nothing. He's not letting me have a thing because I'm fighting for everything. That's the difference. I cannot, I will not stay where I am. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. They don't even hide it no more. When I say I'm done, I can't do it no more, I quit. Okay, we'll leave you alone then. They out of there so quick, but they still waiting by with their ears listening. Eyes still peeking around the corner. Is she going to keep fighting for real though? Is she really done? Don't leave for real until she really done. Meanwhile, ain't nobody even bothering you. It, you got the perfect opportunity to start fighting, but I bet you the second that you do, they be right there like, what you doing? Oh, no, you ain't about to do that. 
You won't get to laugh no more. You don't get this no more. I'm taking that. No friends, no nothing. If you don't believe me, do it. And if you don't do it, then I know you know what you're doing. And I know you know who you are. And I know you know you're scared. But I already knew that. So, the Bible says it's a narrow path. It's a narrow way. Narrow way to the kingdom of heaven. Why is it so narrow? Because ain't too many people on that path. And it's open. It's free. There's no gates. Nothing stopping you. Not from at least starting on it. It's always going to be obstacles. Things trying to keep you from finishing. But nothing is stopping you from starting on that path. The things I go through is amazing. With these many different opinions. You should hear how people talk about me every day. Drag my name through the mud. She ain't this. She ain't that. She ain't never going to be this. She ain't never going to be that. She ain't worth this and she ain't worth that. And they laugh at me. I'm not like, I'm just a joke. And the whole time, you know, stepping on my water source. Why you doing that? I'm not a threat to you. So why, why can't I have no water? Stopping any of my resources. Stepping on my, and I say water source, living water. Jesus, stepping on my living water, my water, my actual life source. Jesus Christ himself blocking that. Why? If you claim Jesus is not a threat, if you claim that my religion, if you if you claim that Christianity is slavery and believing in God is slavery and stupid and so laughable, why are you in the way? Move. It's not a threat to you. Walk away. Go do whatever else you think you thought was better. I don't understand how something so worthless to you even got your attention for a second. But this all you worry about all day. You dedicated to this. I can't say more than me because you're not about to stop what's about to happen in my life. You haven't stopped nothing thus far. You're not stopping nothing. But you claim that what you're doing is better. It seems like you ain't never over there doing it, though. You always over here trying to keep me from doing what I'm trying to do. Get out of my way. Move. I'm not saying that with anger. I'm saying it with determination. I'm saying it with surety. I'm sure. Get out of my way. Move. I want God. And God only. You will not keep me from him. You will not keep me from what God has for me. You will not keep me from getting out of these chains. Stay in yours. I see you love them. But mine's coming off. Now keep laughing. Because that's all you're doing. You're not fighting for yourself. You're not fighting for nobody. You're not doing nothing but laughing. But here I am. Beating at my chains so I can be prepared to come be that chores and others. But you want to sit here and laugh. Yeah, that's funny. That being said, I'm so grateful to know the love of God. I'm so grateful to know the love of God because only with the love of God will I ever have made it this far. Like one thing I realized, I'm going through a lot. Yes, I'm suffering. It hurts so bad. Yes, it do. It really do. But deep down in my soul, I'm telling you, it's a spark. It's a light. 
It's love in my soul that I can cry about every day. Happy tears. I'm so thankful. God is healing me. I was always broken. I was never complete. Not since the day I was born on this earth was I ever 100%. And ever since I was born with less, ever since I was born less than 100%, I've been doing nothing but getting everything taken and my, my, my percentage brought down with every single day I stay here on this planet. God is making me complete. He's fulfilling me. He's refilling me. He's restoring me. He's giving me a whole new battery. He's doing all of this, and all I have to do is trust him. And then here you go, laughing. And I can only cry for you. I feel such a fulfillment in my soul. It don't go nowhere. It don't go nowhere. That's the love of God. I love him so much. He loves me so much. This is real happiness. This is real happiness. And I ain't got to laugh and smile all day. So, Satan is taking away my smile. Or at least thinks he is. But I know where is it at, though. I know where my smile is. I know where it is. He's not allowing me to smile right now because he got a show to put on for all the people he's acting like and pretending as if they got it going on because they get to smile. So since he got to prove to them or keep on lying to them and keep them, you know, motivated to stay in their chains, he's not letting me smile. Call himself making an example. But deep down in my soul and my heart, where it matters the most, like, I got a big smile on my face. Like, it's a smile in my heart. It's a smile in my soul. It's a smile for my in my future. I feel it in my past, in my present, in my future. It's a smile. It's a fulfilled smile. It's not an empty one. It's not the empty smile they tell you to put on your face. When you don't got nothing to smile for, this is a real smile. And it doesn't matter if it shows up my face because it shows in my soul. Nobody can take this smile away from me. Nobody. Every single day is being boosted. It's being enhanced and encouraged. God is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Or whom shall I be afraid? I don't have nothing to worry about. And everything that I'm going through just shows me this where I'm supposed to be at. You should be worried nobody trying to stop you from doing nothing. You should be worried you fit in so well. You should be worried that you wake up in the morning and you ain't got immediately a whole bunch of people or forces that's trying to take you down and stop you from getting to the next place or even making the next step from even getting out of your bed in the morning. You should be worried. It's too easy. Why is it so easy? Because you ain't going nowhere anyways. You in chains. Where are you going? Free your mind or forever be a slave. Free your soul or forever be a slave to Satan. Right now, I feel like public enemy number one. And that's exactly how it's supposed to be. Because if the world love me, that means I'm an enemy of God. So since the world is my enemy, 
That must mean I'm a friend of God. I'm exactly where I need to be. Until this world starts loving me again, I guess I'm all right. I guess I'm all right. And like I said, I'm not about to sit up here and pretend like it do not hurt. Yes, it hurt. But I'm also being made stronger. I'm being made more brave, more courageous. So much power is being poured into me. Nobody can ever take away. God is doing so much for me that no man can stop. Nobody can keep from happening. I might be suffering, but I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And so ultimately, this is not to tear anybody down. I do not want to make anybody hate themselves or hate whatever situation they in more than whatever it is they got going on. It's not to rub anything in your face or boast or brag. It's just to inform. I want everybody to win. I want you to make it. I want you to be okay. I want you to I want you to see that you in change so you can get out of them. You know? It's a possibility that you never know you in chains and you still you still become free one day by the grace of God. It's a possibility that that happens. It happens for me. It's happening for me right now. But it's also a possibility that because you never know you were in chains, you never know you're a slave. You never are actually free ever. You never know freedom, real freedom in God. It sucks right now. It sucks so bad right now because I mean, I'm hurting. I'm hurting. I feel stuck, but I'm not. I'm being made free. If anything, I'm getting unstuck, but I feel stuck because every single time I want to what? Praise God. Here come a demon. You ain't about to praise God without me torturing you. I want to pray. Here come a demon. Everything they can do in their power to distract me. I want to have a good attitude or a positive attitude or even focus on God at all. Here come all these demons and all these distractions torturing me with everything I hate. And I see every single time you see even just a sign of that, you might run the opposite direction. Like, "Uh uh-uh, that ain't it. That don't feel like freedom. That feel like slavery. And that's what it's supposed to seem like. That's what it's supposed to feel like. Satan play dirty. What makes you think he's not about to put you where you're not supposed to be and make it feel like where you are supposed to be? And where you are supposed to be, make it feel like that's where you're not. The only way to know is to trust God because you have to trust that he know. When you don't, you never going to know. You're never going to know on your own. You're not until God makes it possible for you to see. You're not going to be able to beat him on your own. So many people are, they feel that there's the people who don't believe that is out of fear. Those are the most scared, actually. But they believe I'm actually being brave because in reality, when it comes down to it, I'm choosing to trust myself. I know I'm fighting. I'm fighting what I don't feel like feel right in my soul. That don't feel right to me. Or that's not what I want. And you think you know what you want. 
You think you know what's right. You think you know where you're going and what you're doing, and you don't. And the real bravery is being able to trust God, no matter what he take you through. Being able to trust that he know better than you, that's real bravery. Because what are you really guarding when you say to yourself, I don't got to do that. I know what's right. I know what I'm doing. What you're really guarding is your pride and your ego. None, none of those things is really anything that ever really helped anybody. And you guarded that because you're scared of being hurt. Excuse me, afraid of being wrong. So the real bravery and courage comes from not being afraid of being hurt or wrong. That's brave. That's real brave. You mean to tell me I might go through all of this and still suffer? But at least I I know, at least I feel like, I can't, I can't even say I feel like I'm doing it for the right reason. Don't you feel like you're doing it for the right reason, what you're doing now? But I'm just not scared. I'm not scared. Let, listen, all the things that you don't want over there, Maybe you get you got everything you want. Maybe you do got everything you want over there. Everything you feel like you want or ever need. You feel like you got that. And you don't want what you don't want. You're afraid of what you don't want. Overcome that. Overcome what you don't want. That's real courage. That's real strength. You're not facing your fears. You're not facing your fears of living what you don't want. Having what you don't want. Doing what you don't want to have to go through. You're not facing those fears. And some people might say, don't make no sense. That sound dumb. I don't care what you say. But listen, you don't know until you know. You don't know until you know. And God is showing me this every day. Because, like, when I'm comfortable, that's when they leave me alone. When I'm fighting and I'm actually making a real effort, they will not stop. They would not leave me alone. They would never leave me alone. Excuse me. That should tell you everything that you need to know. But even though I know that right now they're attacking me, well, you're not doing everything you're supposed to be doing. As a matter of fact, we are keeping you from so many different things that you should be doing right now. You're suffering and da, 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 all this and all that. And when it comes down to it, you still here though. But you still worried about me. If I'm not doing nothing right, what you here for? Until you leave, I will never believe that I'm not doing something right. And you ain't never going nowhere. You're not going nowhere because I'm an assignment for you. You don't know you a slave, but you a slave. You do whatever he tell you to do. When he tell you to do it, right on time. Because you don't have a choice. And you think you're doing it on your own. That's what's scary to me. I'm just coming out. I'm coming out of that. I'm coming out of that now. I'm just coming out of that. After 24 years on this earth, I'm just coming out of 
being controlled my entire life, never really having real control over my actions. Slavery. Real slavery. And I'm just now able to see my chains. I'm just now seeing them. The whole time I thought, I'm free. What chains? Although respecting those who have had chains in the past, the stories, the 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 history, respecting what they had to go through in theirs. I'm saying I'm free. As if I'm not actually still in chains myself. I just don't get to see mine. And it's sad. But I know one thing. My kids won't be in chains. They kids not going to be in chains. They kids not going to be in chains. And they kids, ain't not, they're not going to be in chains. They're going to be free for real. They're going to be free in God. I'm coming out of these chains, so even if I have to die in chains, my children won't have to. And if I got to be just like my ancestors... And I got to live the sacrifice or live the life they live or make the sacrifice that they made. And this is no disrespect to them because I have no idea what they went through. I'm way too pampered and lazy. And regardless of anything, though, I'm going to give myself the credit and say that things don't change. Nothing has changed from Bible times to now. We are all the same people. Things may look different. It may look like I don't have a real fight in me. It may look like I'm not fighting as hard as, you know, they have fought or had to fight because of the chains and the whips on their back. But the fact of the matter is I'm fighting that just like that. It's just mental. No, it's mental for them, too. I don't want to take anything away from them. Like I said, things haven't changed. They can't take anything away from me. I can't take anything away from them. I'm fighting just as hard every single day for my family and for my future, for my family's future. So, I got a choice. I can cry, suffer, be tortured, but ultimately keep moving forward no matter how slow the pace, even if sometimes I feel like I'm crawling. Keep moving forward towards that breakthrough. Or I can go and laugh and not move at all. Sit in some heavy chains laughing. Ignoring my soul. Ignoring what don't feel right. Ignoring my un- the unhappiness that I'm burying. Ignoring all of it. Never being made complete. Never knowing real freedom. And then inflicting that and encouraging that and passing that down to my children. Or to my bloodline, period. Allow my bloodline to continue in that way. Nah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed because all I got to do is pray to my Father in heaven. And I say all I got to do like that's just a small task, especially after what I've been dealing with. But I pray to my Father in heaven, and he's breaking chains off my life. He's breaking, he's breaking me out. He's freeing me from all of the sin that I have indulged in, that I have you know, all the things I placed myself in and the things that I couldn't help, the things I had no control over, all of it. He's freeing me of it all. 
And he's not saying, oh, no, not just you. He said, I'm going to get your family out, too. And then your future family. They won't have to deal with it either. I'm so blessed. That I'm chosen to break generational curses off of my family. I'm chosen for God to break generational curses off of my family through me, using me as a vessel. And yes, it's so hard. Oftentimes, so exhausting, sad, heartbreaking. It's a lot of things. Discouraging. I want to quit every second of every day. But I got to keep going. I got to keep going. No matter what. So some the reason why I really came on here is because I noticed that like, while I'm not doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, one thing that they always do all day is try and convince me that everything is good. Like, we doing good over here. You the one. You going through that. You stupid. What you doing? Like, you the one suffering. You ain't making no progress. You doing. You wasting your time. You went through all this for nothing. Or it's not going to work out for you. They constantly try and convince me of that. And it's so important to realize that, you know, why they need you to believe that so much? When I was in chains, wasn't nobody ever trying to convince me I was good? I just thought I was. Nobody was ever trying to convince me that. The only time they ever tried to convince me that I was, you know, doing good was when I was trying to get out. When I actually picked up my Bible and started reading. Then they tried, what you need the Bible for? You okay. You don't need that. You doing great. You don't need God. That's the only time you ever trying to convince me when I'm headed towards God's direction. That's the only time you're trying to convince me of anything. Every single day, I went not even thinking about God. You wasn't trying to convince me nothing. So as long, not even, I don't even want to say it's, it's, it's based off of any of them terms because Satan's crafty. I'll just say, I know I'm in the right direction, but everything you do proves it. Thank you. But, you know, God is so funny. He's so funny. Yes, God does have a sense of humor. He has a sense of humor because the things that you say, nah, that'll never happen. Or that don't, that would, I would never see that. Or this is never possible. That's impossible. Or, you know, it'll be. You say that so many things will happen before that ever happens and you never like you just don't ever plan on seeing it in your lifetime or think that it's even possible. Gosh, God makes happen before your very eyes. I never found irony humorous. But this stuff is ironic. It's ironic. Irony is hilarious. People around me like, no, don't let her get to God. Don't let her, you know, pray. Don't let her worship God. Don't let her be at peace with God. Don't let her. 
And you think to yourself, nobody will ever do that. Nobody would ever, ever, ever be sitting up here trying to keep you from praying. The most nonviolent thing you can ever do. Get on your knees and pray to God. Nobody would ever fight you like you are trying to murder them to keep you from praying. And you see it and it's funny. It's funny. You know, you would think that you would get a less outraged reaction at actually going out and doing something violent. You probably would. You really would. Because that's Satan and you're a slave. But I'm going to keep challenging. I'm going to keep challenging, you know, this, what he wants, this lifestyle. He wants me to continue and I'm going to keep challenging and I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep trusting God. And when I feel like I cannot do it, I know God will do it for me.